1985 Plays, The Curse of Strahd on the Podzilla 1985 Network. I am your Dungeon Master, Cody Sandusky, and tonight, sans one character whose fate we will discuss in the near future. Our adventurers are back, making their way through the Logroft Manor as we delve deeper into the depths and find what horrors remain and what even greater horrors are still to be discovered. Of our cast of characters here whose screens are filled with myriad horrifying images of some variety or another, thank you to those of you watching on Facebook.com slash Podzilla1985. I will start with the uh, the most innocuous member of the party in terms of her screen capture capabilities. It is Lindsay Wolfgong playing Zephra. Hi, I am here. Uh, the Hellfire Club founder and general superintendent, one double H. Cody, tell me what I did to deserve some empty-headed, dumb fucking fuck like Hangman Page coming out here and... I can't do it anymore. I'm sorry. It's tomorrow. <laughs> tune in tomorrow. Yeah, tune in tomorrow. Uh, meanwhile, the co-owner, co-creator, the co-fuck Colt Cabana of Podzilla1985, it's Shannon Young. Cody, I haven't had anything to do with Tanner Calvert for almost a decade. Probably want nothing more to do with him even longer than that. It's fucking unfortunate that I have to come up here and speak on this when I'm on my time and this is a fucking business. Why I'm a grown-ass adult man and I decide not to be friends with somebody is nobody else's fucking business. But my friends, if I fall backwards, will catch me. Tanner Calvert, I felt, never would have. Our favorite uh, blood hunter, he is the Dollar Tree Taz <laughs> sitting in the flames and the shadows. It's Kaz. <laughs> It's hot as hell out here. <laughs> now, see, I just, now I just want to do the JR with the towel on it. It's Kaz! Did you just say Dollar Tree Taz? I did. <laughs> yeah, I'm already on it. Don't Thank worry you. about it. Thanks. It's, it's being done. <laughs> oh, God. One, uh, one member of this party, sir, not appearing in this picture is Tanner Calvert. He is away on assignment, a.k.a not feeling well um, so we I, will party on without him i do have a note here from tanner he oh wanted me to tell everybody he said uh he said that's where he's at right now he said i will still walk up and down this hallway and say if you have a fucking problem with me take it up <laughs> with me let's fucking go but of course if the doors closed do not come in that's right my yeah, wife's also- in here and I will get, I will get protected. I will bite. <laughs> he was last seen biting Kevin o- or Kenny Omega. Throwing chairs. <laughs> throwing chairs. Uh, screaming expletives to random members of the Pittsburgh Penguins who are not members <laughs> no. of the Pittsburgh Penguins at this time. Why are you wearing that jersey, man? What are you doing? Come on. Yes. Fuck Kessel. You know who hasn't played for the Penguins for like four fucking years? Oh, <laughs> God. Catching strays like Kenny Omega. This, catching bites of the arm. This is Dungeons and Dragons. This is. This is <laughs> oh, God. We are a hate club. Justice Payne is the enemy of this dungeon. Like we'll get there eventually. <sighs> My alcohol smells like clean. acceptance. Uh, yeah, well, don't worry. I'm grieving this campaign. When last <laughs> we saw our adventurers coming through, they cleared the chasm from the... Uh, what looked to be a fighting pit and the stone throne of one viewing member who is yet to be seen as they found their way out of the, the bloodbath arena or blood bathed arena. Ah, that's where Bjorn was hiding underneath Rasmus. Oh yeah. Cause we, you guys kept just stacking each other. We and, did. Like, I'm also hiding. pretty sure that, uh, that, yep. uh, there's, there there's there's yep. yep. I was about to say, we were talking before the show that I didn't see either of their tokens and that is why. Uh, but yes, as our characters were making their way down the hall, they found themselves, or at least Alfred did, face-to-face with Igor once more out of an unknown location. So, 
Before we get started in this, albeit shorter, episode of the adventure, maybe we'll see what happens. Does anybody have any questions, concerns, general thoughts, or more shoot promos? No, I am posting that thing I just put uh, on my Facebook, but with Dalton's name on it instead. Oh God, <laughs> he'll appreciate it. It appears that Bjorn has already rolled initiative. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure what for. He's just he's just ready for a fight at all times. He's got that steel chair in his hand. No, he. No, Bjorn, I made the joke about Dollar Tree Taz, but he's really, uh, he's got to be Sabu in this situation. Just leaning down Ooh. toward his sock, grabbing that railroad spike, ready at any time for something to pop off. <laughs> throwback. I just want to kill that little fuzzy dude. No. He hasn't done anything to us. We're not going to kill him. He looks dangerous. You, you look, look dangerous. dangerous. <laughs> That's a fair statement. You you That's look true. like the villain from uh, The Princess and the Frog if instead of discovering magic and voodoo, he discovered meth. I mean, that's also the bad guy from uh, Live and Let Die, but yeah, that too. <laughs> oh, Dr. Facilier, more like Dr. Facilitate My Habits. <laughs> well, Shannon, you got that one? Because I'll jump out if not. I'll, I'll take care of it. You got it. You. Thanks, bud. Oh, I can, God. I can do this all at once. All right. I almost uh, changed the whole chat name. That would have been a whole Doctor, thing. facilitate my habit. Every day. Good Lord. Every every time Cody I walk past... Uh, no, go ahead, Cass. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, if it, Cody's welcome to change my token, too. I got a new profile picture there. Oh, okay. Oh, do oh, you? I can't give that name to Zach Kurgis. That's too appropriate. <laughs> yeah, that, that um, that'd be wrong. That'd be wrong. That's too uh, much. That's that's slightly less tasteful. I uh, give it to Jim. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Oh yeah. god. Okay. The Wait, only thing Jesse can overdose on is a ding dong. Man, this man is catching strays. He's not even in here. Why did he throw chairs at Jesse Kimball? <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't even involved in this fight. When I say ding dong, that wasn't a joke about food. I meant a penis. So if that makes it better, let's it doesn't. Go, let's go on. As a matter no. of fact, it makes it, it worse. Let's go okay. on. Yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, <laughs> again, I'm not even going to leave the floor open for any questions. If you have questions, to hell with you. <laughs> he sounds like punk at the end of that. If you're part of the problem, fuck you. If not, I apologize. <laughs> if not, I apologize. <laughs> I really need to go back and watch this pro. I say promo. This entire oh, post game scrum. Really I mean, it is, yeah, it is basically. That's it's what it intense, ends up being. dude. Oh my god. Good lord. Okay, <laughs> so the f- four of you, and we'll we'll see how Alfred runs this. Although he was the one that would have seen Igor enter from the other side of that door. How do the four of you react? What what do you take in this moment? Uh, I'm a little um, surprised. Uh, I just get, you just gotta lead lead back and just look around and go. Where the hell did you come from? I mean, if I remember uh, correctly, I I clocked that door that he came through. So I'm putting two and two together there, and I'm I'm I approached this guy as friendly before, so I'm not gonna shield up and, and protect against him. I'm actually gonna lower it. Um, okay. I'm not embracing the guy. Don't get me wrong, but I want him to know that we're not enemies. Um, as he does that, I still kind of hold my crossbow at the caution not pointed at him but just at the ready 
there's a bolt in there ready to fire. Okay. But that's, Let, my, uh, that's my usual demeanor anyway. So. Right. Zephyr, I know you're, you know, about 20 feet away, but you say yes anything. I'm just hanging back doing okay. my thing. Igor is going to look at the three of you, and admittedly, he's a bit startled, and was as we closed the last session, because he did not expect someone to be on the other side of this door, at least in as much as he wasn't expecting someone to be trying to open it, as he was also trying to open it. So he's a little startled, but sheepish, as he kind of closes the door behind him. Uh, and for the three, and obviously for the two of you playing Aiden and Rasmus, he'll kind of look at you both and kind of scan the party and say... Uh, I I commend you for making it through as you did. Uh, not many who have unfortunately found their way here have done so this far. How many people have tried? Uh, as you may see as you continue in and down far more than than I care to recall. Igor, are you trying to tell us that the things we just contended with are what's left of those people? He kind of looks shiftily, and you you can tell that his his apprehensiveness that he showed uh, when you first encountered him is still there, although diminished a little bit. He feels or at least seems slightly emboldened. His posture is adjusted a little bit, but it's not screaming from the parapets by any means. Experiments from my master trying to find ways to fix what has happened here finding ways to seek revenge for what has happened here what exactly has happened here Igor looks at you and says many dark evils many he kind of gestures toward the pit can you not see from those you have seen from from things you have felt in this place, this is a long, cursed place. I'm going to point at those same things and ask him, could you not have told us about those things before? And he he cowers a bit to that response, and he looks down kind of shamefully. Uh, Igor apologizes. I'm sorry. I, I still fear my master. I, I do as he says, but... but he kind of looks up at the party and scans his eyes around. You seem to be the best hope of breaking the dark curse that is here. Cody, without directly examining this guy, that is to say without, you know, going up and poking and prodding, like just mm. visually, is there any... Can I tell in any way if he has always looked like this? Because he's kind of got like the furry face and all that, mm -hmm. right? Is there any way I can tell that if this is like how he's been from from the get go without asking him? Uh, give me a history check. Okay, that's what I was wondering. I thought it might be, but I didn't know what the hell it would be. Oh, I went to the wrong thing. Uh, twenty one with a plus two. That ain't bad. Yeah, I mean. Uh Rasmus, you're you're a fairly learned individual being where you have been. It's not you know, you've you've found your way reading about different entities and beings, even if you don't see them. You would I've understand seen a lot it. of maladies too. I mean that that's the kind of Yeah, work you you've un unfortunately encountered um, a decent amount, but you would expect that this is this is his existence. This is what he is. You would actually okay. know, or at least your suspicion would be that he is of a a group of 
entities called mongrel folk. Okay, so he wasn't, like, transformed to look this way. He wasn't forced into, this is how he's always been. All right. Correct. Noted. He's comfortable with himself. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) At the the notion of him cowering, I'm going to step forward, but, like, tread lightly. And again, with my hand out, which I did the last time and he didn't take it, but then just tell him, we're not here to be a bother to you. In fact, we're trying to help you. I hope we've proven that much by now. So if there's anything you can do to help us, and that's when I'll extend my hand and just say, now's the time. And he kind of looks towards your hand and looks up at you, and he he still hesitates. He doesn't... You maybe sense, uh, Rasmus, as you extend your hand, you kind of look toward him, you know, you being a pretty earnest and honest individual, that Mm. you sense Igor thinking of this as like a, a permanent decision. If he yeah. accepts this gratitude or accepts this uh, platitude, it is something back. for which he can't go back. <clears throat> You're right. So he, he does contemplate for a moment. It's a couple of pregnant pauses, but he does eventually extend his hand forward and okay. and gives you kind of a, a quiet muttering and shifting his eyes looking. Uh, and he just kind of says, uh, this this is my life now. What I... what." What I do from here forward either frees me or ends me. And he gives you a a nod. I'll just tell him, then let us help it be the former and not the latter. What can you tell us? Let it loose. Where can we go, actually? And that's the first thing. Even while I'm still gripping his hand, I'm just going to look around and go, where can we go? Because this can't be safe. Uh, he he looks at you and says, "Unfortunately, there is no safe passage back from here. Once you start in this portion, uh, the escape, while physically clear, will not remain that way as long as he is aware of your presence." He's here in this place now. And he looks at you and nods with his eyes, kind of widen to saucers almost like someone else is invoking him maybe not great but he does he kind of mutters under his breath enough to where you would be able to hear him Bjorn but master is here the count is here when you say somebody is invoking him is there somebody like calling him forth he is an entity unto himself but he he is not the master I once knew Cody, out of character for just a second because uh, I'm forgetful and a little tipsy. Do we know? We already know the identity of this master. I, I this think Lagroft, right? Yeah, I think you've generally figured out at this point that this is Count Lagroft. But but we don't know. But no one's said it yet, right? Like if I if I say it now <clears throat> to him, no one's ever called him out on it before, right? Uh, in our pre in your previous encounter, Igor called him Master. I think he may have called him the Count once, but yeah, the actual name hasn't been uttered. I think, but so uh, I if, think that's not operating as much under assumption as we all kind of know. But yeah, absolutely. So just to drop like in an in game bomb, if I looked at this dude and just straight up said, "Where is Lagroft?" with a serious tone, his eyes again open wide, but he does he gives you a very sudden kind of startled reaction of. He is he is here. He is in the crypts. He is likely below. This guy well, like can't without go back. Asking, 
Sorry, you go can't ahead. Go back. It's best to press forward. Right. Look, looking, looking at Igor. This guy's not a fighter, right? I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even question that. I'm assuming. Oh, you're talking about Igor? No, he's. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you were to look at his, like that hand that he extended to you, does. You know, it's got fur on the back. The nails are a bit longer. Like they could be uh-huh. defined in some stretches, claws. But in terms of uh, being a, a capable fighter, no, he is not. He's going to be that, a liability instead of an asset if we take him forward. Is basically what I'm trying to look at from a from a fighting standpoint. Okay. Yeah, you look at his uh, person. He's not even carrying a, a weapon. No, it would be okay. like his teeth and his hands are about all he's got. All right. Well, before we leave him, I'm going to encourage him to go back into that hiding spot of his, and then we'll we'll work out some kind of knock, um, you know, a little three-tap, two-tap thing so that he knows it's us when we come back or something. Safe word. Yeah. Uh, he, um, he, will look, he will look at you and the party as a whole, uh, and he will kind of sheepishly look and say, I admit what lies beyond... This level, I am unfamiliar. Even Master doesn't allow me, has never beckoned me to go below here. But I caution... We're not going to... Go ahead. I caution greatly that I know... I know that is where he resides. We're not going to force you into that. We're not going to try to to, to push you into that situation. We just need all the help that we can get from from a tactical standpoint. So anything you can tell us uh, about the rest of this area, whatever you know here, anything you can equip us with, we'll take it. Uh, He kind of looks, surveys the area, and he'll actually kind of shuffle this way quickly. And he'll gesture toward this room to, I guess, my right or our right. And he will say, that experimentation, leave it be. Nothing good comes of this. And he just kind of gestures to the room. Are we able to see that direction there? Yeah, if you walk by, I mean, it's this all is, well, the map doesn't illustrate it. It's torch lit, so, I mean, you would be able to see. Let me give you guys some revealing paths here. And also, I was. Oh, so he's pointing at this door over here. Yes. All right, Red. Red's gonna look at everybody and be like, "Well, what do? Where are we going?" No. Red is <laughs> not go, appearing in this picture. Go, Red's gonna go lick the door. <laughs> uh, why? Okay. Why was he um, the little claymation Sylvester Stallone from the Lipton Tea Commercial? Hey, where are we going? Oh. Uh, <laughs> You just unlocked a memory I didn't want to. Memory, yeah, it came back. That was brisk, baby. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like it. (laughs) For those of you who are standing in front of this room, uh, there is an iron door, but it does have like a barred window. So there's actually a view inside if you do wish to peer in. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Okay. Let me... Mom said it was my turn at the bar. <laughs> Mystery dungeons revealed dungeons. I'm going to stay back and whip at hand, like, watch behind us. Okay. <laughs> and Bjorn and Rasmus, at least as you guys look in, uh, if you just stand through the kind of the porthole, as it were, you still, 
I would imagine would be somewhat astonished as you kind of view the torture apparatuses and the blood everywhere. Uh, this room appears as Igor said, has been used for experimentation or torture or something. Uh, the even standing this close to the door, that smell you had in the pit is amplified many times over. Uh, you right, even well, like you probably get a catch in your throat as you like actually yeah. Rasmus. What you smelled finding Doctor Moses is amplified just by being here. Yeah, well, choking down a gag, I'm gonna back away and throw him a all right important safety tip. Thanks, Igor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> let's leave that alone. Yeah, no touchy. Yeah. I've learned I've learned my lesson about going in areas that don't require I my s- presence. I assume that door is locked or no? I mean, you could try to open it if you wish. Aiden, yeah, please. Just like Aiden went on in. <laughs> hey, where you I don't going? think I don't think he quite yet has missed form. Do you? That's you haven't no. unlocked that one, have you? No, I'm so okay. she don't tell my secret. <laughs> Can you throw your eyeball they in there? They don't even know I'm a vampire. They don't even know. Can I? Can I throw my eyeball? It's not. <laughs> so I just love the head cannon that Shannon's is now he, Kid uh, Dracula. I well, it, they don't. It, the, not, Cody, who was the one that held the eyeballs? Crumb. A a secret uh, little slice of my character that I haven't even told you about is that he's actually a vampire lord. Cool. He's also half demon. I knew he was a fucking Inuyasha. I knew it. I knew it. Come on, uh, <laughs> come on, Bicurious Come on, Bicurious Sentinel, let's regular, get out of here. I'm just regular ash ketchup. <laughs> so, Cody, I'm going to walk over and look at this really quick, legit, and look inside it. There's nobody in there, right? It's just a scene. There's no, like, can I see any creatures moving, any movement, anything like that? Not in the large portion of the room, no. There's just remnants, and unfortunately, you see it of body parts and just sinew and things just strewn about but you do see the large iron kind of gated area in the back of the room you don't see anything beyond it but you see kind of the fenced off area i want to look over at igor in a in a very you know not friendly but not confrontational and just ask him what happened in there and what's behind those gates igor shudders to even to mention it but experiments master he pauses the count he wishes for revenge he wishes to take take those of barovia and turn them against and he kind of sighs he doesn't even want to say the name because you could tell he's kind of sweating through the fur a little bit he's already nervous giving this much uh, and he kind of he gestures beyond because you kind of ask. He's no no man should see what is beyond that fence. But look at Rasmus and kind of just go like, "Do you want to see what's behind the fence?" I'm good. I'm I'm all right. I think we can let this one go. I'll look at Igor and say, "I'm gonna put a pin in this," and then I'm just gonna walk away. I was going to say, I do want to know what's going on down here. Yeah. Okay. And he's lucky that I literally can't remember the name of the vampire of the store. Strahd! God damn it. Couldn't even remember. 
You did it. You're running. You're running back up the hallway. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is it Strahd? <laughs> okay, so All that right. thing just circles around itself. Mm-hmm. At least All as right. things stand, yeah. But you've got that. And for those of you going this way. Oh. See that as well. Oh, good. In front of I just, I just noticed that Bjorn not only uh, rolled initiative, but he is apparently handling animals, and then he hit one with his crossbow. So <laughs> I mean, he he's handling animals very poorly. So whatever animal you found already that's does true. not like you. Well, that's why he, that's why he needed the crossbow. <laughs> that's, that's right. Exactly why. Yeah, I was what you, know, what you didn't know is that know. Bjorn stuffed a bunch of that swarm of rats inside of the top hat, just put it on. <laughs> Yeah, like y'all were talking to that little hairy fucker earlier, and he's is he all is he getting puppeted like fucking Ratatouille over here? Like that's, <laughs> that's running it from under the hat. That makes a lot of sense, actually. That that clears up a lot of questions. I'm gonna head down this hallway. I want to see what's happening down here. He's with the head of me. Uh, as you walk down, Rasmus, you know there are two iron doors that are closed, and this room does not have uh, any viewable area within. Okay, so just double doors closed off wall to ceiling. Correct. All right, well, I'm not going to mess with that yet, then. Bjorn, I'll continue to reveal as you keep wandering. Oh, Spoiler it, alert, just, it's was, more hallway. I was just there. All right. I mean, you have you have missed the great secret that is more hallway. <laughs> Cody, hallway that the corridor continues. Cody, the only I've got a fever, and the only prescription is more hallway. <laughs> you 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 seek and you shall find, friendo. You more need hallway. to worry about that. Give me more hallway. Oh God! More. All right, yeah, more. So more. More. So, as Bjorn wants to be fed more corridor, what do the rest of you wish to do? Uh, can I open this door? I mean, seeing that he's going that way, I'm going to go back over here. Like, I want to see what's happening in this direction. Yes, let's split the oh, party. Oh, God, we're splitting the party. Mm-hmm. I'll just go in here at the crossroads. So, let's... Oh, yeah, uh, that's safe. Let's let's resolve this. Let's resolve this one at a time. No, no, Bjorn. No, no, Bjorn. You can go back. It's fine. Let's resolve this one at a time. Let's resolve it one at a time. Let's resolve it one at a time. So uh, I'm gonna start with you, Aiden. Okay. Yes, sir. Aiden, you said you wanted to open the doors, right? Yes, I would like to peek inside of them. That's not. I mean, I will note as you do that, Igor is sprinting behind you. And for the uh, Zephra, since you're near, you would probably be the one to see him first, looking very nervous as it happens. Mm. Peek. Mm-hmm. Peek. I mean, you can peek, but you're going to get a full view of what's here, bucko. Oh! I am then going to close the door slowly, quietly, and turn around to Igor and say, next time, stop me before I look. Igor just glowers at you. Uh, you could tell he has like maybe a couple <laughs> comments in the chamber, but he, he thinks better of it, seeing as you guys have been apparently a, a fairly friendly party. But he will point and close those doors swiftly, saying, No man has ever left that room. I wish not to tempt the fates. 
I'm just gonna squeak out a duly noted. I walked. I oh, walked too far away. I missed all yeah. this. For uh, Aiden, what you did see, obviously, pictures tell a thousand tales. But uh, a large hooded statue is in the the back semicircle of that room, an elevated platform with bat's wings, and its hands are folded as if to or underneath its robe, as if praying over the altar. Uh, flanking that statue, at least from the one perspective you saw, probably this right side or left side one, excuse me, is a, a brazen casting a purplish glow, but that glow flooded the entire room. That's not you good. saw something on the altar there in front, but more to the point, as you peeked in, you would have seen these two uh, dragon heads mounted on the wall. Oh, it's just decoration. That's all. It's, that's, it's, it's, it, it brings the room together. I can't wait to go and tell everyone else the decorations I saw and get away from the store. I mean, now the doors are securely closed. Igor's moving back towards Zephra. Like he huh? he makes no qualms about getting away from that. I'm gonna follow Igor for his safety. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's it. That's it. Uh, Bjorn, uh, you continue to see a serpentining corridor. That's cool. I can leave it at that. I want to go back and see what's going on. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Well, did you, you just suddenly mentally divine that something was happening elsewhere? To be fair, he never did go down to the door. I never went to the door. Open doors without people just, around me. He just wandered a He's little just further. just wandering, yeah. yeah. Right. Now, if that was an open door or if the corridor continued to serpentine past the door, perhaps. Serpentine. Serpentine. Well, I'll, I'll peek behind the curtain for a second to let you know that Emily just scared the ever-loving shit out of me <laughs> by poking the door open slowly in the dark hallway. <laughs> so, your boy is uh, well in the mood, but in the way you're supposed to be, not the way I'm supposed to be. <laughs> so, uh, that was perfect timing in the worst ways, now that my heart's a flutter. Uh, Rasmus, we'll go back to you, uh, I mean, from your vantage point, you see back from whence you came on the, the north side. On the south side, you see stairs that go down. Okay. And I'll kind of give you a little bit more in as much as there is another uh, lantern or another uh, torch on the wall down there. Yeah, I'd love to go there, but there's an awful lot of commotion happening behind me, so I'm going to come back and figure out what the hell is going on back here. Okay. And as I return, I'm going to say, what the hell is going on back here? Dumbass open like, the door. I'm going to believe, you ain't going to believe this, but in front of me is a door. Mm. <laughs> All right. There's a lot of them. Mm-hmm. The side, yes. yes. The, so I just kind of look at everybody and I just kind of nod and be like, yeah. But but it, to me, I, I'm noticing that um, Aiden looks a bit... You know, fright. Igor, you look fright. at Igor, and his face is pale, and he's or, yeah, got hairy one. Yeah, he he's sweating. Whatever patches are not covered mm. in fur are covered in sweat on his face. Aiden is. Yeah. I'm gonna like, ask him where we should go next. He seems like the guy with the plan. Uh, I, yeah, I was just gonna say I would volunteer a point like thumbs back at that other door and like probably not back that way. Uh, there appears to be some sort of statue and a sacrifice and some dragon heads, I think. So we probably want to save that one for last. Start We're not at all. Like dragons, you say? Uh, dragons mm. or some dragon-like creature. Uh, but I think, yeah, Igor, what are you up to? We're fine. How are you? 
<laughs> Igor's name? lost all capacity for rational thought. <laughs> no, uh, Igor will nod, kind of stoically, thousand yard stare and say, That chamber is to not be entered. No man has left that has entered. He kind of rocking on his heels. Uh, Aiden, you get the impression that he's never actually seen the room? Until now? Should we show him? Well, I'm going to ask him, like, so what's going on in that room there? Like, why does no one leave? And he just shakes his head and he says, screams, master, blood. Wait, is master in that room? Master is often in that room, but not now. Like, you you can tell he is very nervous. Like, he is second-guessing the thought process that maybe he shouldn't have offered assistance even if he never said it openly he is very worried hey ride or die he's with us now we're gonna i I say i'm gonna lean over to rasmus and say you know for his sake maybe we should get him away from that particular door this is what i was recommending earlier yes good i'm glad we're in agreement and i'm gonna walk on okay So, so yeah, I mean, keeping keeping him as far away from there as possible. He doesn't want to go that way. Then, of the remaining two, where should we go? Where do they lead? Uh, Igor will offer you the knowledge that he has. He'll look at you as a party, and he will say, "He'll point to you, Rasmus, because he is not good with names, and just say as much." The area from where you came leads to the lowest level. I know not what lies beyond. But I know Master resides there. All right. So So then, hang on. I want to finish up up here first. So what's down this way, the one directly in front of us? And this is where he looks at you uh, kind of unknowingly. He says, I have never ventured beyond, far beyond the pit in my room. I, I do the duties of the home above to make it look as master wishes. But for my safety and my life, I have not ventured beyond this. We could throw some caution okay. to the wind. Y'all want to y'all wanna check through this door just to see what's up? Uh, that's what I want to do, but I also want to like send him back to safety first. I'm just going to tell him at this point, he's done us a great service. He's been very helpful. He should go back to his room now. And we'll yeah. come get him when the time is right. Okay. He nods at Rasmus. He looks at you and he pulls out from kind of a, a hip satchel a ring of three or four keys and he hands them to you and says, I know not where these may open. These I know open places I have gone. They may serve you for the rest of this venture down in the the, the below, and he still seems very nervous about it, but he hands them to you. And he just... Yeah, I'll take... Um, and, and just thank him again, and just tell him to stay safe. We'll, we'll come for him when the time is right, as I'll clip those onto my belt or whatever. Yeah. And he nods, and he... Off he goes. Like He does not hesitate. He goes. And in fact, off in the distance, you probably hear... The thud and a little bit of that sliding stone that you may have heard 
uh, at the end of our last encounter, and he is like a thief in the night. You imagine he is probably going to his room where he ran earlier. Right. Yeah. Okay. Now, yes, let's. Uh, Bjorn's already ahead of me here, but that's that's where I want to go next. Yep. We'll finish up with this level before we think about heading further down. All right. Bjorn, I, uh, again, no caution to the wind. You're just wanting to throw that door open? Yes, sir. All right, so you do so. Pull that shield up, then. Well, it's not hide areas. I'm just like, bring your whip. Which, by the way, I meant meant to tell before the session, but obviously we had a lot of fun with the, uh, the CM Punk Hate Club references i have a little bit of a tweaked mechanic for whip play for your character uh shannon i'll probably give it to you post game okay it's not like it's a terrible difference but it does give us a little bit of a modification for whip so okay we'll talk about that uh the doors that you open these surprisingly unlike many of the other doors you've encountered on this floor are are wooden but they do open without issue they uh, open in and Bjorn, as you see, and for the rest of the party that goes in, this room appears to kind of be a private room, a private study. Uh, you see books, scrolls, a shelf of bottles. You see kind of notes strewn about the room. And there's also, okay. next to this bookshelf, you note know, particularly a standing mirror. Yeah, I wanna, I wanna next to which one? Me. Sorry, can you show me the again? bookshelf, yeah. Right there. Oh, I so see it see. now. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And there's like a, is that like a lectern beside it? It looks yeah. like that's got like a book on it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, rummage on this desk here. Just kind of see what this, anything of note on, on this desk. The moment he approaches on. anything remotely breakable, I can't help but shout careful. <laughs> Be breaking stuff. <laughs> um, um, and I'm going to move to this desk. Hey, to you remember the last time I was well. pulling book? No. <laughs> yes, we do. As I look around, yeah, yeah. <laughs> made me walk over to the bookshelf and I just kind of put a finger on one. I don't, I don't do anything to it. I'm just like, it's like a fucking cat. It's like having a cat. Just con, just any little thing. Well, ask Rat. Uh, oh, ask Rasmus. Have you ever had a cat? Just, it's just a, it's just a little off-key moment. You ever had a cat? No, no. I knew a Tabaxi once. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Bjorn, as you look at that desk, uh, the book that you uh, notice is open, as is depicted in the picture. If you look down at that, you would see a journal, at least with the the first entry open that you see. It looks fine handwriting, fine cursive. It doesn't look, uh, it looks very calmly written, but you see at the top page reading, My Elizabeth has seen no signs of change. I feed her as often as I can, but each day she slowly devolves. Unless I can lift this curse, I fear she is lost. I can only assume it was the Burgomaster of the village of Barovia that betrayed me to Lord Strahd. What you reading there, Bjorn? Something about Elizabeth? Didn't you? Uh, didn't you run across? Somebody, didn't we run across somebody named Elizabeth recently? Was Elizabeth the wife. is the wife? With the ghost person that was upstairs. That was the caretaker. Nope. The, the nanny. That's the caretaker, that the caretaker. Margaret. 
Yeah. I think Elizabeth is the one that you killed in that room. Or at least fought. That, oh, under the bed? Let me read this book real quick. I'm going to also read it over. Oh, that's one of the children. I'm, I'm going to oh. read this out loud. Uh, whatever he's looking at. Just to convey okay. all that information to everybody. Yeah. I mean, you, you can tell this is relatively early on in the journal. Uh, yeah, can can I scroll the through the journal? Up. And just see if there's anything that's you know sticks out, like maybe a later. What's the last entry? Okay, yeah, you you thumb yeah. through and you see a, a couple different accounts that you probably just mentally note. I can come back to if need be, but the last page, and this one much more raggedly written, but still you can tell it's the penmanship of the same person. One of the zombies has ventured onto the estate. I've captured it and chained it into the pit, watching it. My cannibals have toyed with it, but know not to attempt to bite it. Fascinating, the living and the dead, both feeding on the flesh of the living. My cannibals are cursed and run afoul, yet they may serve their purpose. A dozen more, and I will release them upon the village of Barovia, who will pay for their betrayal. I'm going to read that out loud to everybody, and then look over at Rasmus and just go, uh-oh. He's creating cannibals? Like and he ghouls? differentiates them from the other zombies, regardless of, of the fact that they're all demonic. Or unholy, I guess is probably the word Rasmus would use. They're not really demonic, but they're they're abominations. Bloodhunter, what do you know about zombies? That's what I was just about to ask. Like what what kind of lore do I know as far as like what creates them, what uh dangers that they possess pose? Like, do I have any of that knowledge? I feel like we've done this check previously where you had some knowledge of zombies in terms of their, at least what they could do in terms of like their bites being problematic. Yeah, that was I last week. That. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just remind Aiden, I'm like, remember when we were fighting those other ones in there, this, this, and this. And I just kind of feel like just a quick little nudge reminder. So he's going to kill this town, and the ones that aren't killed are going to turn into monsters just like these. That's a way to go. It's all revenge for what he believes was done to his wife. Anything on this desk I'm at, Cody? This table? Rasmus, as you look through your desk, uh, you notice, actually, toward the, the back portion of that desk, you kind of see just scattered toward the wall a ring of keys. Okay. Call me so, the janitor. I'm collecting all the keys. Yeah. <laughs> I will say you can grab them, though, if you take any time to kind of look at them, you'll notice they're the same cuts as Igor's. Okay, got you. So they match up. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to take those and toss them over my, over my uh, like, underhanded, under my arm over to Zephyra. Hold on mm -hmm. to those in case we lose any of these. Gotcha. I catch him. Yep. <laughs> uh, you, Rasmus, would also notice uh, there is kind of tattered in, in places, but there is a map uh, on the top right. It has a nice calligraphy, Barovia, written on it. Oh. Uh, you notice there is a, a town circled on the map. Uh, the name given to it is Kresk. K R E Z K. Kresk. Kresk. Okay, Kresk with a Z. Yep, Got Kresk. Um, I'm going to write this down in my... I'm taking notes. I'm write hey. this down. I'm going to go here. Uh, is there anything I can, like... 
is it is it is it paper? Is it like sturdier than paper? Can I wrap it up and kind of stuff it into my bag? Yeah, more than likely, it's folded and worn, and you could tell any any sharp tugs, and it's probably going to split up into different pieces. But okay. as it stands, it's sturdy enough to take with you. Okay, yeah, that's that's what I want to do. I mean, does he have like a map case in here somewhere? Anything like that that I could stuff it into to so keep it from getting damaged? As you look through the room, the closest thing you would find, and uh, I don't know if it would do you much good, you would see on this rack on the right, there are most of these bottles are covered in dust and still corked, but there are one or two toward the end of the rack that look like they have been uncorked and emptied. So Okay. Yeah, if there's something there that'll hold this thing and keep it from getting jostled around in my pack, then that's what I want to do. Just yeah, roll it up a... and pop it in. Yep. Message in a bottle. Yep, Erasmus, add to your inventory message in bottle. Noted. Done. Okay. I, and I, I should have mentioned, as I'm doing this, I'll just relay that information to the rest of them, too. It's a map of the immediate area. Um, the first concerning thing to me is it doesn't give me any idea how any of us ended up here. Uh, but secondly, does the, the name Kresg ring a bell to anyone? Anyone ever heard of a place called Kresg? In this area is still new to me. Cody, I, I would assume since I came here on purpose, unlike everybody else, that perhaps I would know this place. I think I did the same. Without a roll, I will give you two that you have heard the name, but beyond just knowing that Barovia exists, your knowledge of the the region as a whole is still limited. Can I can I roll? Can I give it a roll? Yeah, yeah. I'll at least give you. Yeah, that is a surface inspection. Is that what you would know? All right. Uh, what do I need to roll? History or what do you got? Uh. I keep want to say knowledge because I'm so used to other game formats. Yeah, let's do history for lack of a better option. All right. Uh, that is a 17. A 17. So you have knowledge that Kresk is a a moderate place inside of Barovia. Like it, it is a, a worthwhile visitation destination because there is some people of import there. I want to reveal that to the group. Just kind of give them a heads up of what Kresk is. You know, just a just a general knowledge thing. Yeah. Does any okay. does anybody in the group have a way of like assessing any like magical items or any anything in this room here? Value test. You're gonna be looking at uh, Arcana there. I'm gonna guess, and that's gonna be. That's gonna I be could your, probably uh, do that. Light blue friend with color she light blue. Uh huh. Yeah. I've go. got. Yeah, yeah, I, I, could, I played. That I remember. I would be up for seeing if there's anything like the magical in the area. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go ahead and let you get a kind of a overarching arcana check. Just out of curiosity, of my own accord, just off game, Lindsay, what's your arcana? Eighteen plus three. Okay, cool, cool. So we're in the same boat. Yeah, uh, Zephra, you would notice uh, specifically. On the desk, uh, there is, I'm trying to think where the, the picture depicts it. I don't think it does a great job of it. There is a, I see this is where I kind of wish I make my own map sometimes, but I don't have it. On this desk, there is a, there's supposed to be a box that is, that is 
closed lid, but you kind of get the sense that there's something inside of it that is noteworthy. I mean, this thing in the corner kind of looks like a chained up box. Where's that? The thing right in front of Bjorn's image. Ah, that is uh, not a box, but it is something um, at least noteworthy for you as well. I will point that out. Yeah, actually, you would kind of get a similar beacon to that. Okay. Um, I'm uh, sensing something from, from this uh, box over here. Should we take the chance and open it or not? Open it up. I'll that, open it. That always goes well, yeah. <laughs> push the button. Yeah. Just push the button. Uh, I will, I will go ahead. Uh, and for the box, it is locked. Uh, but okay. I will also note, Bjorn, what you are standing in front of, because I know you would have been just generally investigating, that book that is in front of you actually has, like, chains around it as well. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Oh, hey, 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 hi, hey. Maybe, maybe we don't just go unlocking books that are chained up, perhaps, perchance. Um... I'm going to go ahead and assume that the kind of shit I would have encountered uh, in, in even, you know, religious situations suggest if the book is chained up, it's probably also bound in like human skin. Maybe we don't do that. No, I don't think we'll be doing that today. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't know that that's a great idea. Cody, is this I'm not going to physically stop you. You've got the keys, but I, I'm going to suggest maybe we don't. Cody, is this book bound in human flesh? He's not on the surface. If yeah. it is, you have yet to determine if it is human flesh. Christ. I feel like I want to stand over it. But it's like, like chains locked together is what you said, right? right. Yeah, this, <laughs> okay. this book has chains around it locking. Correct. Do we have keys to these things? I was going to say, do any of the keys I have look like they'd be like, the uh, right size to fit, money. or are they more like door room keys looking? The keys that you two, both Rasmus and Zephra, the keys that you possess are more like door entryway keys. Specifically, this yeah. box uh, looks like it would be you know, a little bit of like a uh, jewelry box kind of lock. Something small, but a, a like a multi-book tumbler, yeah. Uh, can I rummage through any of the drawers on the desk to see if there's any small keys in those? Yeah, you can certainly I'm look. Gonna this, I'm going to do the same on this other one. Yeah, if you guys rummage through, I won't really give you an investigation check. You see uh, in both of them random quills and accoutrement for like writing, but nothing that resembles a key. At, At this point, I'm just nudging Aiden going, so we're leaving rooms alone, but we want to unlock the locked up book right beside the crazy altar of death. This is a good idea, we believe. I want to open the box, not the book. <laughs> I'll look at Rasmus and just say, like, I feel like anything that's locked with chains and whatnot is probably a bad idea. See, I'm thinking that uh, it's, it, it could be something we you, can uh, use against this person. Just, just in oh, case you're not going to convince me of that. Just in not case, you, if you do that, you're on your own. Rasmus, you got your shield ready, just in case. I mean, and he literally just pulls it up and tightens that strap again. It doesn't leave this arm. Oh, Don't leave home without defensive. it. I'm going to give up on my search. I'm going <laughs> to as he as he holds his shield up and, and shows it off to me. I'm going to nod and then slowly walk around behind him. 
I'm, I'm gonna walk. I'm gonna walk down to this bookcase and I'm gonna start like checking it, and just rummaging through it to see if there's any keys here. You look through, and everything on that bookshelf is pretty, you know, innocuous. You see a few tomes, kind of a historical books. Now, mind you, there are also some things that seem to speak of experimentation and biology mm. and things of the ilk that seem less than stellar, but there's nothing in the way of keys. Okay. All right. Well, I'm just going to kind of like knock off one of the books from the bookshelf, just drop it down, and then yeah. proceed on yeah. out. Of course he is. <laughs> <laughs> I will what tell I you all that a big fat nothing happens. Uh, See, a big fat yeah, nothing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I'm less concerned about the book than I am. Well, yeah, just leave them here. They're not going to do us any good downstairs either. Um, hey, if you if you guys want to take them, take them. But I'm I'm you're not going to convince me to touch that book, nor that box. No, everything else here with magic attached to it's been bad. We should just leave it. I still want to know where the master is. We should be finding the master, not rummaging through his uh, garbage. And then we should oh, be heading left. downstairs. Say so that's that's where we're at then. I'm following by and go, well there's the other room, the one with the dragons. <laughs> come back to that one. You said hey, hang on a minute. I'm a little fuzzy on the whole dragons <laughs> of the room thing. You said it was bad. Open wait, wait, the door. you said it was dragon? Did did you or wait, what did you I think it was the voice of Tanner comes through. There's no dragons in this game. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of the dragons' name is Peter, and the other one's B. They're Peter. It's Peter B. Dragon. Oh, what's down here? I, instead, I wanted Shannon to go. I looked into the room, and then there were two dragons around the altar, and I saw the dragons, and the dragon <laughs> looked at me. Well, the dragon looked at you. <laughs> All right. Oh, look, more stairs. So, have any of us? Have any of us addressed the fact? So, I have to ask: Is Red with us, or is Red just gone? He's still up there talking to that fuzzy dude. Like, if we go back up there, he's probably so like when you were here with us. What did he do? You just stand there, and he was like, "Nah." He he sticks his hands in his pockets and like rocks on his heels. <laughs> I'll be here. I think he, he he ducked down and went in that little door, and he's in there just chilling with the. Uh, I I would mongrel. I would look back and just and just go red. What do you think? And then go red. <laughs> who who are you talking to? Red. What he's, do you mean? He's the one that helped nobody us with the chamber. Nobody here by the name of Red? Who? Who? There's nobody here, There's, Aiden. There was no one here. It's just yeah, the four he, of us. He's right. Oh, shit. Aiden <laughs> just saying, Red, give this guy a cigarette. He's going crazy. <laughs> so, so the three of us just start gaslighting Aiden completely, just like, there was no Red here. It was. It's always been the four of us. Uh, do you remember when Rasmus was licking things earlier? Yeah. Like, see, <laughs> we all think this is a story about Strahd. This is actually a story about one hero's descent into madness. <laughs> y'all need to stop reading my fucking discussed. scripts. Okay. <laughs> see, Cody's getting the DM thing now. When people start talking to you, you, go, "Is that what it is?" The DM just sitting there going, "It is now, motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs> Some amendments. So, so when you say warehouse, do you mean like a big place to store stuff or like a thing that turns into a house once a month under the full moon? I meant the other thing now. That's what it is. <laughs> You'll find out in three to seven sessions. Don't worry about it. <laughs> three to seven business days. That's All right. right. So I guess no one notices red isn't there, so let's just keep going. 
He didn't allow me to address it, and he he keeps dodging the question, so I'm going to assume we're not supposed to ask, and I'm going to keep moving. Before we keep moving, I'll say... We are preoccupied. I'll say one thing about it, and it's something I posted on my personal Facebook the other day, but with Red instead. In many ways, Red was a supporting player in our lives. He didn't grab our attention (laughs) with memorable catchphrases or comical accents, but whether you noticed him or not, Red was always there, and we always thought he would be. (laughs) All right, let's move on. (laughs) It's one of those Scooby Doo things where he backed against the wall and it like turned around and took him. <laughs> where did I'm gonna he be go? honest, that was exactly the first Nobody thing I thought knows. about when Tanner said he wasn't playing and I was like, Well, I'm a Scooby Doo my way out of this shit. Alright, well let's just go. Let's just go. He pulled he pull a rope and it wasn't a rope. Here we go. Look at us, look at us, Cody. We're going. We're going now. You are. We're going. You are. Oh, You're asking la, la, too many questions. I appreciate it. Now waste red and I'll give you a beer. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's. Tanner's gonna get back and be like, "Well, it was good knowing you." <laughs> oh, oh, oh twenty. Just reset crashed. completely. Oh, well, okay. Uh, Cody is changing pages. I think we all I just. Uh, oh, I thought we all. It's just gonna pop up with a Dark Souls message that just says, "You died." You died. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have dark vision. <laughs> turns it turns out this was. Oh yeah, actually, Cody, uh, I should be able to see what's going on because I do have dark. You have dark vision. <laughs> cool. Um, Continue. Yes. No. It turns out Barovia is located in the lands between. <laughs> Shit. Uh, okay. Yeah, but uh, the four of you do the make tree your way. Sentinel comes riding up. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, the four of you make your way down the steps, and you're currently unimpeded to do so. I will note There's, that as oh. you descend those Wait, steps... There it is. Yeah, you descend those steps, and as you kind of come to this first landing area, so that's about oh. as much as you'd be able to see from the light oh. at that tunnel. Okay. And as you kind of venture your way in as well, you're to see... Yeah, you guys don't have any hesitation in you, do you? I will know. Well, one of us doesn't. The, no, he sure doesn't. He's skippity doodah on his way through the entire fucking thing. Uh, those stone steps that kind of led you down felt colder, and like the entire area felt colder as you were going down. In mm. fact, as you guys descend down this last staircase and into this large room that you've seen so far, a mist would have appeared kind of as you turned that corner and went down after that last landing. There's a mist kind of covering your ankles. And everything below. Uh, and you guys see the lights kind of flickering, these torches that are kind of impeding some signs of vision between all these posts. Where where I am here at the the bottom of these stairs, though, and I'm looking around, would I see that coffin in the corner? Yeah, you certainly would. Um, Sounds like he's getting sleepy. Yeah, then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to like look back at, uh, at Rasmus and look at Bjorn and, and uh, the other one and... Um, <laughs> the one with the Pokemon on her head, and just—I'm not gonna say anything, but I'm gonna point over at that casket and then make like a a point at my teeth, and then do like this motion where I kind of do a. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, at this point, I've already got my mace out, just like a little. Uh, Rasmus, I want a performance check out of you. <laughs> yes, I want, I want to know if Me? you invade. I want you to see how you well you conveyed He was that calling whole. me the word. <laughs> what me? Why? <laughs> yeah, Shannon did me wrong, so I'm going to attack you. I knew you were going to get all weird about it. Uh, is there a, is there, oh, there really is a performance. Yeah, there is a performance. I'm, yeah, I'm going to do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah, Here we I got go. like a plus two in it, I think. 
Oh, uh, it's, we'll... it's a ten. It's a ten. We'll take ten. Uh, the party okay. generally understands that you were pointing at your teeth and doing the fucking bat dance. They kind of get playing. the general vibe. You're playing charades, and we just keep going. I don't. Just say it, dude. Mm-hmm. Just it's it's the Jay and Silent Bob yeah. where we go. Just say it. Just say something. <laughs> what? On the back of the bus, said spreaders <laughs> of Hollywood. Say it, don't spray it. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna walk down here. I'm gonna slowly inch my Can way I towards see? this coffin. Yeah, I'm gonna back him up, and I'm gonna tell everybody to get. Literally, I'm gonna just turn around and whisper it. Yeah, say get ready. Okay. And, oh and yeah, I've got a crossbow on this thing, and I'm gonna f- open up that coffin if I can. Actually, I've got my back to him. I'm watching everything else like it's a switch potentially okay aiden you flip open that coffin lid and it you know it doesn't have any give it goes openly you look in and it's it's got a bunch of rusted weapons inside some rusted from blood stain some rusted just from age but they look like dull swords and maces with their spines kind of frayed or flaked due to age he's gonna turn around and just like shake his head at everybody and say they're just old weapons i'm relieved but also a little disappointed and who would put a bunch of old weapons in a coffin like this apparently the person that likes all these creepy statues that are all throughout this place yeah i was about to ask about that the moment she talks i'm gonna turn and, and examine that you're looking at the statue uh, specifically. Yeah. Is there like a specific one you guys are looking at? Because obviously you can. I'm just glancing at the closest one I can see, which would be this guy, just from where I am. I don't want to go like up to it or anything. Okay. Uh, from the distance that you are at, uh, you would notice that th- now there are six of them in this room because there's enough ambient light to kind of show you on the other side. Well, also, Cody, I have dark vision. God damn it. (laughs) Through the dark, you notice that uh, these are three matched pairs. Two of them are holding what look like long swords. Uh, Two of them are holding... Oh, scythes. I was going to say like reapers, but obviously that's not the word for it. Holding scythes, and then two of them have their arms tucked in the robe, much like uh, that, well, Aiden would know, the statue that was inside of that uh, chamber. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell them that I'm gonna say I've seen it before. That's the river of slime. I mean that's the that's the uh, that's the that that looks like the one that was in that giant room back there. Yeah, is that the one so, with the dragon? Kind of kind of quickly, yes. Cody. The the ones on the far right are the ones with their arms tucked into the robes. Correct. <clears throat> and then the center two here are the sides, and then on either side is long sword, long, long sword. sword. Correct. Okay. Now right. that uh, kind of the the cacophony of sound from the coffin being thrown open and all that settles in the four of you kind of notice that there's there's a pressing weight on you like uh, Rasmus specifically because of your background you would think spiritually there is something just inherently pressing down upon you uh, there's that cold that you kind of would have noticed coming down the steps. It envelopes you. Like you feel a chill to your bone. uh, Can I use divine sense? Uh, Tell me what does divine sense do? 
as an action, you could detect good and evil until the end of your next turn. I don't know if I can use it out of combat. I assume I could, because I did before. Mm-hmm. You could sense anything yeah. affected by the hollow spell or know the location of any celestial fiend undead within 60 feet that is not in total cover. Okay. Yeah, you go ahead. You are able to cast that. So yeah, go ahead and take one of those boxes. You are good there. Got it. Ticked. Okay. And you specifically notice uh, that each one of those six statues, like now you're kind of calming yourself to kind of sense what's going on. The rest of you would notice it, but kind of Aiden, it specifically triggers for you now that you're paying attention to it. All six of those kind of have this dark blue glow surrounding them. It's almost as if there's a light source from underneath them. But from what you can tell, you, there isn't. I will note that the each statue has iron bars in front of it, and they are embedded in the stone. Like, those are not... They don't have an opening mechanism. How high up are they? They cover the whole statue, or just, like, part of it? They're going to cover the whole statue. Like, it's... Okay, so they go all are, the way back to the wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. This is a all silly right. question, but are these life-size? Or are they just, yeah, like, you, in you, a These are about... Pers- these are floor to ceiling. They're about eight to ten feet. Like they're size. Oh, so these things. statues are ten feet tall. Yeah, they're eight to ten. Like the because the pillars are going up to the ceiling in this room, and it's a standard heighted room. Fudge sickle. Well, on that note, I'm gonna walk down here. Are these doors? Uh, are there any windows or anything in these doors? Uh, these gates are. They're just iron gates, and they're like permeable. You can see through them. Oh, what's on the other side there? Yeah, now that you guys are kind of looking toward that, I will notice or know that there is stairs on both sides. One of them has a door that you can kind of vaguely tell in the distance, kind of from the ambient light that's coming from here. But I will note that there, as you kind of settle in and Bjorn, as you kind of walk between the two, you uh, will faintly notice crying coming from this gate and uh, that's where we'll leave it oh it's a trap damn it i hate the cliffhangers uh. <laughs> all right Janice just wants to find those bones and make them talk again i have i uh ch- dead child puppetry is one of my feats <laughs> it's a good one good one Yeah, (laughs) don't you put that demon magic on me, Ricky Bobby? Don't you do it? Got to be like running out of people who haven't been changed in the past couple days. I'm clearly not going to change Shannon's. It's my tiny vampire. (laughs) It's too good. It's 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 very thematically fitting. Yes. Uh, we'll Uh, give that one to Kurgis. He'll be okay with that. There you go. Okay, Uh, a bit of a briefer episode, albeit with one of our compatriots, uh, Sans. The events that are happening here. But we will, uh, we will maybe discover what rope, chain, cord he pulled to kind of pivot himself behind a, a wall. So, so next it, time, I imagine he probably smelled a bakery, and it was like the old cartoons where he lifted off the ground and floated oh, toward it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he just floated <laughs> toward it. <laughs> well, I mean, Shaggy and Scooby have done that, so it's still Scooby doing it. Yeah. Yep. Right. Yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah, that's the idea. Right. Well, what he didn't tell Batman. us is his, his name is Alfred Shaggy Rogers, and it's real unfortunate that he wasn't so honest with us. <laughs> Came along and said, "Don't worry, I can't show you the location of the Batcave, but when we get there, we'll all have some bat cookies and milk." And then zoomed in all close on Alfred with a blend on fold on his face, and he goes, "Bat milk." <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Roll Hanna-Barbera era credits. Okay, shorter episode tonight, but I believe our uh, next episode will bring us face-to-face with uh, the entity whom these people have unwillingly sought. I believe that um, if we were to call this episode one or arc one or however you wish, we this... may be finding our way to the end of this crypt next time. So th- this is the season finale, basically. Season one would be over. God, this is season one. This is gonna be like a fucking. This is the pilot. This is the pilot. Like episode (laughs) mid season. Episode one. Yeah. If you break this up, I'm gonna guess anyway. I don't know, but if you if you break this up the way you did Star Wars, this is like an episode, like part of an act. Yeah. Oh, see, I'm looking. I'm looking at this one like a television series. So this is gonna be. This is the first season. It's the shorter season to establish, and then we're getting picked up by the network. So the next season is gonna be longer. We're gonna have bigger guests. Uh, No, Uh, this is the collection of short. This is the collection of shorts from the Tracy Ullman show. Next, a next arc will be season one of The Simpsons, yeah. and it's going to be really weird. And you're not going to know your footing really until like season four. Well, Cody, <laughs> The Simpsons may have CM Burns as one of their main characters, but tomorrow on an all new pro wrestling unscripted, Hunter and myself, and hopefully Cody, if he accepts our invitation, will be talking about what happened with CM Punk at oh AW All Out. God. One, Charles uh, Montgomery Punk, as Brian Zane <laughs> called him this week on the review. Again, I cannot stress to you enough that like we tend to try to make PWU a relatively short show. We have WWE's Clash of the Castle to talk about, which was an incredible show in its own right. We have the entirety of All Out to talk about, which was also a pretty great show in its, all, in its own right. And then CM Punk went absolutely uh, it's it's the garth scene from wayne's world 2 where he goes yeah i have a question when did you turn into a nut bar <laughs> like that's we have to deal with that the fallout from the media scrum uh the the literal fight backstage is anyone going to be reprimanded hopefully by the time is, the show starts we will know is it a work is it a shoot what's no, going on it's not a work it's not no part of me believes it's a work but this is not All the right. show for that we'll so talk here, about it then i will say one thing on it and i don't know if you saw this so i'm gonna say it now and we'll, we'll talk about it more tomorrow but did you see the clip of jericho getting up from the scrum and he whispers yes. to tony khan on mic we need to talk some shit went down but it's so quiet it's and a super punk subtle. jericho had nothing to do with any of that yeah that's I, that's why subtle. i don't think anything that Ugh, has man. anything to do with being a work that's no. tomorrow i don't that's tomorrow i don't know if you think it's work working. you're getting worked well, don't work your work and shoot yourself in the face. Uh, don't work brother. work until you work yourself into a shoot, Mark. H-H. H-H. Double H. All right, that's it. And then Thursday. It's horse. Uh, it's nighttime. <laughs> <laughs> it is nighttime. Lindsay, what do we do on Thursday? I have no tomorrow. idea. Neither do we. And then Friday. <laughs> it's Nort. It's Norse time. It's North time. Norse time. Don't so say, don't say it's with Norse, time. You're gonna like, summon Tanner. Love and Thunder hits Disney Plus on Thursday. So. I'm, I'm so <laughs> happy my bit from before the show Norse is time, no longer effective. Tanner's gonna show up out of his bed and be like, "Well, y'all, y'all talking about Norse stuff? You summoned me." He's just gonna put his arm up to the camera. With, you rang with his and his axe single tear rolling from another shitty Assassin's Creed game being announced. Oh, okay. Let's go. <laughs> we should. Yeah. All right, and then so we're back. Jumping from houses and this whole thing again. For yeah. as Cody said, uh, the finale of of episode one. I, why am I doing it? You do it, Cody. Uh, it. you are very good at it. That's why you had a career in it longer than I did. Lindsay, so, Lindsay, but yes, you do it. 
A double H is correct. When next Bye. we return next Tuesday, we will be uh, entering into likely our final encounters here in the Logroft Manor and the crypts therein. But for our currently indisposed compatriot, Old Red, Tanner Calvert, for Lindsay Wolfgong, Double H, Kaz, and Shannon Young, I'm Cody Sandusky saying thank you for listening to another episode of The Curse of Strahd from PZ85 Plays. Until next we speak, stay safe and don't let your significant other creep in a dark hallway behind a door. It's very bad for your health. See you next time.